Chris, except for we just found out he shows up with donuts at a brunch. This is, this is, we're just peeling that onion a little bit more and more every day. Like, I get, you're the guy that brings the dog to party, eyebrows yeah. up. You're the guy that brings donuts to a brunch, eyebrows up. There's a lot going on with you. By sweetie. the way, the the donuts too, a uh, couple of them. It's not even a full dozen. Like I already had. He <laughs> picked a few out. On the like there's three and a half there's, donuts. There's seven left. There's seven left. I'm like, yeah, I got these on Thursday. Uh, I know it's Sunday morning. <laughs> Just pop them in the uh, pop them in the uh, microwave for thirty they should seconds be fine. in a wet paper towel. They'll they'll soften up. It's, it's, the glazed one's totally mine, fun. by the way. Don't, nobody touch the glazed one. You, you, you're a glazed donut guy. I know that for sure, right? Like, you're not coming in with the fancy fruit fills and the creams and all the fruit, just, uh, fruit filled. Give me a box fr- of the uh, glazed. You can't use your voice for my <laughs> voice, okay? I've used that voice for you. You can't use the same voice for me. See, that's my, that's my skill. I just flip it right back on you. That's, there's nothing wrong with a glazed donut. You know, last week, was it Friday? Was donut? Yeah, yeah, that uh, National Donut Day was on Friday, so we were talking about donuts. So you're not you're not a sweets guy, it sounds like. I, no, it's not my. I, I would much rather have something salty than something sweet. I'll eat something sweet occasionally. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a, an animal. I mean, I'll have a bite of something sweet once in a I'm while. Not an animal. That's no, your no. that's your way of explaining but it. The the salt thing, like for instance, when I went to that thing last night, there was there was potatoes. So instead of getting the cookies on my plate, I had a second helping of potatoes. Just a little. Nothing wrong with that. I'm okay no. with that. It's a good I'm way okay to do that. it. It's a good way to do it. Um. I was waiting for you to congratulate the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos for winning two games in the Tucson Regional, but you haven't done it yet. Should I should I still wait? Um, no, you should not wait. Uh, educate <laughs> me. What happened? What happened? Well, they're out, unfortunately. Arizona beat them twice, but they went oh, two really? and two. Yeah, they went. They beat Oklahoma State twice. They they cried fourteen to four and thirteen to one. They won big in both of those games, wow. but Arizona. Beat them and they they played Arizona twice. Arizona beat them. I think it was two to nothing, and then five to two last night to get mm. eliminated. But a great season for my Gauchos, nonetheless. I always like to make sure I give my Gaucho love. Did you go? Did you end up going? Weren't no, you gonna I go didn't up to go. Santa Barbara. I didn't go. Now games are in Tucson, so I didn't get a chance oh. to go. But I got to watch them all on the uh, ESPN app, which is mm-hmm. if you're a college base, if you'd like anything, it's and this isn't even a plug or anything. That that thing has. Everything you could ever want. It is yeah. so good. I watched more college baseball this weekend than really anybody probably should. And Irvine's got a chance to uh, beat Stanford today to advance mm. to a Super Regional, so go Eaters. Um, speaking of advancing, Clippers yeah. are into the second round. And it, it, it's funny because it feels like they actually accomplished something until you stop and say, wait, what exactly is it that they did? They won a first-round game against a lower-seeded team. Why does this feel like such a relief? I uh I yesterday I I was listening to the game on the radio and then um I went to listen you and I know Jim Hill and I are best friends okay let's let, let's not hide this out here Jim Hill mm-hmm. and I we've been covering the same teams for how many years now him and I well you same helped him break thing. into the business I think you kind of took I, I knew a guy way. let's just say I knew a guy okay <laughs> I knew a guy uh I had a I had something at CBS yesterday so I was gonna do a quick like three four minute hit. Um, yesterday at CBS, I walked into the studio. Okay, it was eighty-one seventy-six Dallas. They took a mm-hmm. five-point lead. I'm like, oh my gosh, they were just down eight at half. Now they're up five. And then I watched it all unfold. You know, the studio there's got all the TVs, all the stuff. Sure. I just the moment I sat down, it was a twenty-four to four run by the Clippers, and they end up winning the series. And okay, it is what it is. If I'd have told you, you didn't watch one game. 
uh, during the Clippers and the Mavs series. If I'd have told you, hey, Clippers are going to beat the Mavs in the first round and it's going to take seven games, what would you say? Honestly, that would have sounded kind of sort of right to me. Now, the way that it went down is a little bit interesting, but the, the, the Mavs have arguably the best player in the league. He's going to be a tough out, and, and if he got a little bit of help along the way, look, the Clippers should have won the series, and they did. It was a weird way. They fall behind 2-0. They fall behind 3-2. They can't win a game at home, but if you told me the Clippers advanced out of the first round, it took them seven games to get Spazaluka, that doesn't feel to me like a huge stretch. I, I would not have thought that at all. I thought this was a five-game series. I thought, just look who's on Dallas. Look Luka's amazing, amazing. You and I were making the argument about this last week. We were saying that if you could pick any player in the league, That's any no player, you get the pick of any player in the league for one year. Yeah. It's kind of tough not to pick Luka. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how amazing Luka is. Only 22 years old, he was doing it with Dallas. I didn't think they had a chance against the Clippers. And then I read the headline. God bless. God bless this headline. L.A. Clippers exercise playoff demons Rally past Mavs in seven games. I just say to myself, Trav, what the hell are we talking about? Clippers survived an absolute embarrassment not to get out of the first round of the playoffs. Now, they got past it. So you give them credit for getting past the first round. But here's the reality. They should have won the first round. It shouldn't have been this close. It shouldn't have gone seven games. And I don't think the Clippers have accomplished anything yet. All they've done is just get out of the freaking first round. And, oh, by the way, they're healthy. There is no excuses. It's not like Paul, George, or Kawhi were missing or any of that stuff. They got their squad. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. I agree with most of that, but here's, here's where I disagree. I think that they did do something that they haven't done before. And I'm not talking about get out of the second round. They've never done that before. They still need yep. to check that box. But it's the first time I've seen the Clippers face real trouble and navigate their way through it. Usually when the Clippers, you know, the, the Clippers are the team that's really good when everything's going well. And then when all of a sudden it starts to unravel a little bit, they panic and they start hitting the side of backboards and they do all the things that they did last year when they blew that 3-1 lead to the Denver Nuggets. Or go back to the Chris Paul days or go right. back to before that when they didn't even lick the Take playoffs. Your pick. Yep. Take your pick. The, the, this is what they did. This was a little different. They were down 0-2, and they showed some resiliency. I mean, it would have been really easy to pack it in, especially the way that Luka was playing, averaging nearly 36 points a game, just complete control of the series in, in the games that they won. But they didn't. Kawhi showed up huge in game six and seven. Not just, oh, okay, Kawhi Leonard's a really good th- – that was one of those, oh, right, he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys that when he gets going, it's nothing you can do. Right there, there's no there's no answer to him doing what he does, and then if he gets a little help, Paul George was pretty good in both of those games. Marcus Morris, who we talked about a little earlier, making seven and nine threes, really good. Now it all goes right out the window if they turn around and lose to Utah. We won't even remember that they came back from it. It'll just be oh yeah, they're out in the second round again. But they've put themselves in a position to go make a run through this because if they beat Utah, I wouldn't be surprised either. So this is where I have trouble giving them credit is. I get the, hey, they came back from down 0-2. Why are you down 0-2? You know, that, that, that's, that's my issue is I get what you're saying, and you're not wrong. They won four of the final five games to advance to, you know, the second round of the playoffs. They did show some resiliency. You could say that. But my issue is you're heavy favorites in this series. You were trying to avoid a team like the Lakers in the first round, and this was kind of part of your strategy. You got Dallas in round one. 
Why are you down 0-2 through the, through the first two games? Why are you down 3-2 after you come back and tie the series up 2-2 and you lose another one at Staples Center? I'm not saying that they didn't um, they didn't have moments where you're like, okay, wow, this is uh, what a great comeback by the Clippers. But they dug themselves their own hole. It's not like Clippers were the one that were the incredible underdogs. It's, I mean, Dallas really is the underdog story in that series. Here, here's what I will tell you. You know, I, I, and I know this is something that we wanted to throw out to just L.A., right? What do the Clippers have to accomplish to get some respect? Because that's really all it is, Trav. I mean, what, what the Clippers don't have is nobody respects them because they have not given you any inclination or their previous in the past. They've never accomplished something to respect. And I'm just talking about on the basketball floor, right? So with that being said, what do they have to accomplish in this playoff run for you to say, you know what, that was an impressive run. I respect what the Clippers did. Whether you're a Laker fan, not a Laker fan, it's irrelevant. What do they have to do for you to respect, you know, obviously their their current run right now that they're in? And I don't know if you have an answer to it. I, yeah, I think I, I got an idea. Pull some eye, pull some eyeballs away from the other things that are going on in this town too. How do you get? How do you develop a footprint in this city when you, when your footprint right now is being the guys that can't shoot straight, being the guys that always seem to blow it when it matters most? How do you fix that? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. We'll get into that. One last thing though, Slee, I want to talk about Luca very quickly because I think this is a big part of where we're going to. Luca was transcendent. Yep. transcendent he was unbelievable to watch and not only just a great player but really fun to watch the, the way that he plays the style in which he plays all of those things are great but i'm gonna pay lebron a compliment here very quickly luka Doncic in the fourth quarter was not very good luka Doncic was panting he was out of gas now the are the reason is because he has to do it by himself he is absolutely spent you look at those he had 29 points in the first half and then he got what he got in the second half you look at his numbers from the first quarter second quarter third quarter and they hit a cliff in the fourth quarter that happened I, in game five as well no they won yes, game five. It, it oh, actually game like five four, he had two points yeah right yeah. he just he just kind of disappeared in some of these games and not because he wasn't hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details I think it goes to show you that this is another level that LeBron goes to. That very Have you ever seen LeBron, especially when LeBron was in his early 20s, did you sure. ever see him tired ever? No. Did you ever see him breathing hard? Not very often. I think that's the thing that Luke, Luke has got every shot in the bag. He sees the floor. He's got the handle. He's the right size. But he needs to work on his body. He needs to be in better shape. He needs to look like LeBron James. Maybe not physically just strapped yeah. the way that LeBron is, but Luka still looks like a guy that could be in better shape, doesn't he? My, my favorite part is when you and I are telling other people they got to work on their body. That, that by far <laughs> is my – our critique of others is the best. It's like, Hypocrisy. I, listen, I, when I get into the final segment, you don't hear me breathing hard, do you? No, you're you fine. Know? Yeah, I, I can go another segment after this. But Luka – you got to figure it out, bro. Get, get, get working on your body. <laughs> More of your questions on the Clippers. 877-710-ESPN. Travis and Slee, 
on 710 ESPN. This one's a little late, Slee, but can I get, can I bonus you and ask Slee very sure. quickly? What do you got there? This one is from our, our pal TFP. He wants to know if either you or I would get plugs even if it was free. I feel like that's a direct shot at uh, our hairlines. It's not. I mean, it's accurate, but yeah. it just doesn't feel like. Who is this? Who idea. sent it? Francis, TFP. Francis, let me tell you something. Okay, if I want to grow a perm, I can grow a perm. <laughs> I have no, chosen this lifestyle. I have chosen this lifestyle. <laughs> Look, if you can really grow a perm, we yeah. need to start doing that today. We can start a GoFundMe, a sure. Kickstarter, whatever, whatever yep. it's going to take yep. for you to grow out the Sliwa perm. I'd like to be. I got ten dollars on it. <laughs> I'll money's gonna money's gonna go start pouring in. Buddy, buddy's <laughs> gonna start pouring in. Man, that was the that's the worst realization. There'd be like times where this was I don't know five years ago, something like that. I'm like, yeah, this isn't good. What's it's going time. on towards the top of my head? I'm like, that's not good. Everywhere else, it's uh, solid. But if if you went for it, what what, what do we have coming out? Give give me a uh, like a famous person's hairline that you would have if you just let it if you let it rip. Uh, I'd probably be Ginobili. Remember Ginobili? Oh, okay. That's, a, yeah, that's pretty Ginobili's good. Ginobili's a good one. Yeah, Ginobili, there was a time where you're like, Ginobili, just, bro, shave it off. Shave but it see, off. We he sh- did eventually. Yeah, he did. Here's the thing with Ginobili, LeBron, KD, and these guys. They're yeah. a little bit unfortunate in that they're NBA players, mm-hmm. so they're on TV and that overhead shot, right? You can yeah. see the top of their head. If LeBron James and Manu Ginobili and Kevin Durant were just what well, you wouldn't even know their ball. Wouldn't notice it. Because wouldn't it's all the it. way at the top. Nobody can see the top of their head, but the TV's kind of ratting them out a little bit. You and me, we right. don't have that luxury. We just show <laughs> up. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Trav, Trav. And then, and then on guy. top of that, for the players, I'm like, there are times where you watch a broadcast on ESPN and TNT. I'm like, I think they're – I think they're keying in on the top of their head. Why am I always seeing Ginobili <laughs> the top of his head? You know, they have those overhead angles, the cameras that just, like, go all the oh, way sure. through. I'm like, it, it literally is like a radar that they just put, like, yeah, get Ginobili's top head. You know what I don't like? So yeah. I, I've mentioned this feed. We do this show uh, on a Zoom call so we can all see each other, and I'm looking at Taylor right there, and he's got this gorgeous head of hair, and he's just kind of snickering at us, laughing yeah. at the three of us who are sitting yep. there with receding hairlines. It's not cool. I, I see the look on your face, Taylor. I see how comfortable you are with that full head of hair kind Taylor, of walking around t- cockily. Taylor whispers into my ear, sucks to be you, bro. <laughs> it could happen to me. Jesus, Taylor. A little bit bummed out. All right, back to the Clippers. Um, can they <laughs> – I'm trying to find a way to ask this without making it sound like I'm trolling Clipper fans, and I'm really, truly not. Can they ever become? uh, Can can I can I say this real quick before you ask the question? They're still in the playoffs, and the Lakers are not. So, and that's the whole point. And the the Laker topic is far more interesting. The Laker fans are far more compelled with what happens next with a team that's not in the playoffs, as opposed to the team that's in the same city in the same. There's a reason for for it. There's a reason for it. there's a million reasons for it. Mm-hmm. The question is, can you erase it? And I'm not, look, let, let's start right here. The Clippers are never going to be the Lakers. It just, it, you just can't do it. They're, they're too far out in front. They're too much of a rich tradition. Nor, nor, should, they, nor should they ever even remotely try no. to care about what the Lakers are doing. But they how should. do they get on the list? That's the question. And here, here's, here's what I mean by the list. Something that people that aren't diehards are paying attention to. 
right? There, and, and there's a handful of things in this city that qualify for that. The Lakers, even if, you, if you're a diehard Laker fan, duh. But even if you're just kind of a casual sports fan, you're kind of aware of what the Lakers are up to. Same thing with the Dodgers. Same thing with USC football. There's a handful of things in here that we pay. And then there's the other things that pop up once in a while. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. They got a good team this year. I'll use this as an example. UCLA basketball going to the Final Four. You didn't hear a peep about UCLA basketball sure. until they got sure. And then it's like, oh, cool, this is happening. Mm-hmm. What, what is the Clipper equivalent to get people – People to pay attention to what they're doing. Is it championship or bus? Is that the only thing that makes our head turn? Let me, let me tell you the first thing you got to do. You got to earn people's respect. You have to earn their respect. You know, so you're a franchise that has been a laughing stock for how many years? I mean, Trav, when we say they've never been past the second round, it's a you know you're the laughing stock of sports, not just in LA but across all spectrums of uh, of sports across the country. So when I say that, you know I get I get very petty when it comes to the Clippers. I do. You know what I tweeted yesterday? I just tweeted out, "Love Utah." Okay, I, <laughs> go, that was that was my ass. tweet. Like it's so stupid, right? <laughs> but I do. But here's the reality: it doesn't matter about. If you're the Clippers, it doesn't matter what I think, and it doesn't matter what you think, and it doesn't matter what Laker fans think. They just have to build their own identity. And the way you do that is got to garner some respect from people. You don't get respect by being up 3-1 against Denver and you give up and collapse three games in a row, even though you had more talent. You don't uh, uh, garner respect by in the first round of the playoffs when you're heavy favorites, you need seven games to go up against the Dallas Mavericks. You don't get respect that way. But let, let, me, let me say this. they got a tough Utah Jazz team coming, mm-hmm. right? It's home court is in Utah. I actually think this is a good series. I remember, you know, during the season when I tell Michael, I'm like, Michael, that's a good matchup if those two face each other in the playoffs. And the idea was if Utah and the Clippers can face each other and the Lakers get the they winner pick of one that. Of them off. Yeah, exactly. You, you take one of them off. If the Clippers, let's just say hypothetically, let's say they beat the Utah Jazz. And now for the first time in their franchise history, they're in the Western Conference Finals. And then, of course, they're going to be the favorites in the Western Conference Finals because if you look at all the teams left in the West, on paper, Trev, that's the most talented team left in the Western Conference, on paper. Um, I I think that roster is more dangerous than any other uh, roster left in the Western Conference. You got to freaking win. You got to, you know, get to the not just the Western Conference Finals, but I think you also got to get to the finals. Is it going to change a lot of people's perspective? Probably not. But who cares what they think? If you're your own franchise, who cares? I get that. But it just it literally, as you were talking, it just dawned on me what they need to do. And this will take time. This isn't win the next series, go to the conference finals for the first time, go to the NBA finals for the first time, win your first championship. It's not that. What it is, is getting to the point where we're not surprised that you win. That's how you change it. It, Because right now, even going into this next round, it would be a little bit surprising if they won. It would be, oh, the Clippers went to uncharted territory. It's Everything they do is predicated with this, yeah, but just wait. Until the yeah, but just wait is kind of a thing of the past. You're right about that. Because – I know it. You know it. All the basketball fans in this in this city know it. But if you have, a, if there's eight or nine or ten year olds out there that are just kind of watching the NBA for the first time, trying to figure out, you know, do I like the Lakers? Do I like the Clippers? Do I like Luca? What, what what do I like? What's my yeah. team? And if all of a sudden the Clippers are always in the mix and not stepping on their own toes, let's put it that way, then that's how you do it. To where it isn't unexpected that they're in this position. It's not holy smoke. The Clippers 
are in the NBA Finals. The Clippers are in the Western Conference. That's just kind of what they do, and that takes a long time, and they haven't even started it yet. They're 30-plus years in in this city, and they haven't even started that portion of it. They had that moment. They had that moment in the Chris Paul days, right? And, and let me explain. Let me fully explain. So Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, uh, Jamal Crawford, they had a team. There were a lot of times it was must-watch TV, right? Sure. Like it was an exciting brand of basketball, but you could only respect it to a certain point because what happened every time they got in the second round? They lost. Mm-hmm. So they so even though they were starting to get people to kind of start jumping on that ship, and what I'm talking about, like you said, maybe a more younger generation, maybe the more casual fan that thought, you know what, Lakers are the superpower. I, I want to go for the underdog. I want to mm-hmm. go. That happens. You know, that that's kind of attractive to some people. But the reality is they never what, – what they caught in the Chris Paul days was actually an incredibly effective, attractive product. Still couldn't get past the second round. So if the Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and what the Clippers are trying to build right now, if you don't at least at least start getting into territory that you've never been in before, at least if you don't walk away with a product where people say, I respect what the Clippers are doing, then you're never going to get you know what you deserve in the city of L.A. and, and from NBA fans all around. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Josh. Josh, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Josh? Hey, man. What's going on? Hey, so I'm a diehard Clipper fan, and I think this goes back to the days when you had Elton Brand, Sam Cassell, and we were one three-point away with Daniel Ewing against with uh, the Phoenix Suns from going to the, the Western Conference Finals. But I'll tell you what. I'm a realist. I'm not Marcellus Wiley. Even if you build a stadium here, even with new ownership, we're still not going to get the respect. And for us idiots to go out there and say we run L.A., we own L.A., that's another sign of disrespect. We're never going to get that. So no matter what we do, even if we win the ring, it doesn't mean a thing. So it's just you know, sad thing to say. Well, thanks, Josh. I, I think it does mean something. I mean, first of all, you're an NBA champion at that point, and you can never take it away. But the, the, And you shouldn't you, just care about other opinions. No. Like your team did what it's supposed to do, and that's all that should matter. Going back to my point from a second ago, Josh just said it. We were one three-point shot away from yep. going to the third round. Yeah, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Yeah, that that's the mo- we were. I mean, the Lakers are looking for their 18th championship. The Lakers are were the champions last season, mm-hmm. and you're already looking to blow it up because they didn't win it again in the very next season. Not you know, hey. Ten years ago, we missed a three-pointer that would have taken us to the third round. That's the gap between these two teams. The the worst thing for the Clippers is they're located in Los Angeles. That's yeah. the worst thing for the Clippers because if they were in Sacramento or they were in uh, Seattle or they were in Phoenix, they would be embraced. They'd be loved. The problem is that you know obviously uh, they're in a uh, they're in a city where. People only care about the Lakers. All right, so there was something on TV this weekend, Slade, that uh, a lot of people watched. I was not among them. I need you to help me. One of the greatest boxing fights (laughs) in the history of Uh boxing. I don't think you'd call that boxing or a fight. Tyson Holyfield. It's Travis and Slade. Oscar De La (laughs) Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's a real movie, Jack. <laughs> can you can you the sec, second to last sec, actually the whole dump can you do the British accent? Ooh, that's a big ask. We'll see. I need to I need to work. I need to see. I'm more of a method actor. Slee, I'm sure. not a jukebox. You can't just drop and say, "Hey, do this accent or that accent." I I'm not just plug and bad. play. No, no, that's I, uh, my bad. I need I need to get into character. I need to understand the situation. I need to create my own backstory to understand why I'm asking for a biscuit with my tea. That's my I need, fault. I need to understand these things. My apologies. Uh, that's all right. That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go. So we were talking about our weekend a little bit earlier, Slee, and one thing that neither one of us um, watched, but we know that it was out there because it was dominating social media for a good portion of last night, was the fight between Floyd Mayweather and Paul, Logan Paul, Paul yep. Logan, Logan, whatever that guy's name is. Ali Frazier. I, look, I, I'm kind of conflicted on this, honestly. Foreman Ali. I, <laughs> I do love boxing. I yeah. love going to those fights. I think we talked about I, I've been to a million fights, and they're super fun, and mm-hmm. there's something really visceral about being in a building when a fight is taking place. There's something very visceral about the anticipation of a real fight between two guys that can really hurt each other and the two guys that are, are skilled at what it is that they're doing. This isn't that. Now, what this is is I can't even quite put my finger on it. It is a, a way to make money. For Mayweather yep. and and Logan or Paul or whatever it is. Yep. Um, I think it's Paul Logan. Paul Logan. Paul. Ho- that was the Crocodile Dundee. I think was Paul mm. Logan, or maybe mm. that's Paul Hogan. I don't know. But Paul Hogan. I I don't get why this is entertaining to people because mm-hmm. look, if if you're watching this fight and you know anything about sports or boxing, the gap between a pro. Mayweather, even an old, tired pro Mayweather, and some guy, and this guy happens to be a YouTube guy, whatever that means, it it literally is night and day. And if if Mayweather wanted to put him on the ground, he could have done it at any point Mm -hmm. that he wanted Mm -hmm. to, at any point. I don't understand. Here's my $50 to watch these two guys slap each other. I don't get that part of it. I put uh, 60 grand on Paul. (laughs) I I had an insider in this uh, (laughs) this boxing match. Um, Trav, okay, let me explain this. I don't have any interest in this stuff. I don't. I'm not, uh, I, I have no interest in this type of, and don't get me wrong, there are plenty of things I watch that are so stupid that you sit back and you're like, well, that was a waste of an hour of your life, you know, and a lot of that stuff For sure. is on YouTube that I end up doing that stuff on. Um, so I'm not one, and I, and I kind of, you know, actually on YouTube, they're, they were naturally showing different Showtime stuff of like pre-fight, blah, 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 interviews, all that stuff. So yesterday I'm on, uh, I'm on social media. I'm on Twitter. And I, it's, if I do anything, it's typically on Twitter. Everyone was mm-hmm. talking about hey. this fight. So, so let me just kind of interrupt for a quick sec. I don't understand it. I don't know why it's of interest. I don't, I don't know why people are fueling matches like this. I don't know why this is entertainment to people. I don't have the answer. But like I said, there's plenty of things that other people find entertaining that I don't. I will tell you, true boxing fans, of course, they're not watching this. They think it's a joke. I think Canelo Alvarez put out a tweet basically like shaking the the It was the emoji, the palm on the face. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. So I, I think that 
all people who actually care about the sport of boxing, for the most part, don't care about this. But it's entertainment, and as long as people will buy, I, I, you know, Funches told us earlier that it's reported that Floyd Mayweather will probably make around seventy-two million dollars. Thirty Logan, million for the patches on his trunks. Yep, thirty and million. Lo- and Logan Paul will make about thirteen million. Don't hate the player, hate hey, the game. Let, let me be very clear. I'm yeah. not criticizing those two guys for taking every penny that they can from people that are willing to pay for it. What I'm asking is – And I'm asking you, the same question. What, what What's you, the what, intrigue? Really? Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm truly not even judging. I want to know why watching a professional athlete dance around with some guy who makes videos on the internet is interesting. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand because if you said to me I, – I, I'm a baseball guy, right? If you said to me, Clayton Kershaw is going to go out there and pitch to Justin Bieber, okay, and that's a bad example because at least Bieber has some talent. At least he can make music or whatever. But if you Kershaw, said, well, let me just say this: he's got to go inside right out the gate. Okay, you got to <laughs> own the place. <laughs> I, I I would see that if that were possible. But the point is, is that this is not athletics. This is kind of a sideshow. And if your thing is, well, I want to see Paul Logan get beat up. Well, that's not going to happen. It's Logan Paul, by the way. I was just kidding. I was oh, kidding about <laughs> whatever his name is. I don't really care. Um, that's awesome. You believed me. Why? Why? Th- that's not going to happen because if it was going to happen, it would have happened in ten seconds in that fight. We, I told you the story about when Sugar Shane Mosley came in studio with Michael. This was when Sugar Shane Mosley was in his mid forties, way yeah. out of fighting shape, all these things, mm-hmm. and he put a move on Michael that was. I, I watched it in slow motion, and it felt like it was in the blink of an eye. So if Mayweather wanted to hurt him, he could. So what? What's the? Is is it like? Is, is it wrestling? No, is it just, I, this I, is kind I, of fun. I think and they is, dance around and say, "I don't get it." I think this is the intrigue. The intrigue is it's so different, right? This is so uncommon. This is not something. It would be the equivalent of, um, you know, you mentioned Kershaw. It's like LeBron or I don't know Steph Curry playing somebody. It's just a bad example. Steph Curry playing another athlete or another. Somebody who's incredibly popular. That's like, oh, I'm working on my game. I mean, I've been playing now YMCA for like a year straight. So, like, I mean, I'm I'm ready for this. I could do this. It's there's a curiosity to it. Didn't Chad Ochocinco or whatever fight before? Again. Did you see Nate Robinson get knocked yeah. out? Whatever it is, it's different. And I think there's some intrigue to that. It's different. Now, how long will it last? I think this is actually good for boxing. Let me explain what I mean when I say it's good for boxing. It's good for boxing because it's such an embarrassment to boxing that I think you'll get more people that say, I can't wait to watch real boxing matches. But this might not be going away. But if this is the thing that gets people to come into the tent, right? If this is the thing that gets you to go in your wallet and give up 50 bucks, which, by the way, that's a pretty nice night out, right? If you want to go grab a couple of drinks and buy dinner, that's 50 bucks. That's a, that's that's some you at the end of the night. You're like, that was pretty good. I had a glass of wine. I had a martini. I had something to eat as opposed to I just watched Logan Smith, you know, slap fight with Floyd. What, what did I get out of that? I don't. This is the part I don't get because he's not going to get beat up. Floyd Mayweather's never going to allow himself to get beat. That's never going to happen. So what am I looking at here? If it's if I would be I would feel a lot better about it if somebody would just say, Trav, this is wrestling. If you like wrestling, you like this. If you don't like wrestling, you don't like this. It's a it's a sideshow. It's not boxing. Boxing is two guys can hurt each other. That's not this. I uh, the the part I don't get is the people spending the money for it, right? I think Funches, you said that you didn't spend money for it, but you were you Funch was trying to find it. He's like, oh, is there a link to this thing? Can yeah, I, can I find? Now I, I didn't I didn't spend a dime on it. I didn't have interest. Um, 
Will I go back and take a look and say, what the hell was this thing? I probably will. I'll probably go take a look because I didn't see any part of the fight. So I, I have no idea you know, what it looked I, like, whatever the case is. I just know that it was a joke. I heard there, there was booing from the fans. Well, what would you expect? When I, when I read the article of fans were booing, what, 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 what are you looking for? Like, <laughs> fans were booing. Wait, did you expect uh, Holyfield uh, Tyson in, yeah, 90, I, I in the mid-90s? Paul, I thought Paul Logan had a much better left hook. I, I didn't move his feet nearly enough. You know, he's got to fight in close quarters. He's got he to turn want that it. fight into a telephone booth. He's got to he make didn't sure want he's it. using his jab. <laughs> he makes videos on the Internet. He's not a professional boxer. He's good at making money. He's very good at drawing attention. I'll give you know. So, but, so but, but the, Mayweather. I just this is a, this is a good it. example. This is a good example. How those guys got famous, and I still don't fully understand. But they were basically jackasses on YouTube, and they would get a ton of views. Right? Like uh-huh. this is their thing. This is what they do. They're people who they call themselves entertainers. The unfortunate part is what people are entertained about today are making these these specific guys millions of dollars and it's unfortunate but it plays along with their brand and what they're doing and how they got to where they are uh, and, and and I know when I said don't hate the player hate the game I wasn't talking about you I was just talking about in general because I'm one that's sitting back saying who the hell would spend this type of money who would spend a segment talking about this on Monday morning after all this stuff that we just had in sports it's an intriguing conversation, but for me, it's for a different reason than what I think people watched it for. All right. We got some explanations coming in on the phone lines. We'll do that coming up next. 877-710-ESPN. Hey, you cool if I sit up front? As I'm sitting in up front and snapping my seatbelt on. And This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I always get, this, this is the response. Here's, I don't do it when it's Can a Can you unlock driver. the glove compartment? I don't do it when it's a female driver because then you're kind of being gross yeah, yeah, about the whole thing. Do I don't that. do that. Yeah. But if it's a guy, the answer is always, um, yeah, I guess. Another power cool. move, Trap. Another cool. power move. Grab their gonna... phone to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I dom- like that. You dominate you... the Uber. So I, I get it. I get the guy that's got the mints and the gum and the bottles of cold water. It's a nice little tip. It's like, dude, I don't know you. You know, for all I know, this is the beginning of Taken Part 4. Travis gets taken away and never seen again. Do you have cologne? Do you have cologne? (laughs) Here, try one of these mints that's unwrapped in this tin. Yeah, no thanks. I've I've seen how this starts. The next thing I know, I'm I'm zip-tied in the trunk, and I can't move. I don't want that. You want a bite of this sandwich? Sure, I'd love a bite. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Studio City, that's where I'm at. You're going to sit in the front? Yep, I absolutely am. All right, let's try uh, Noah in Studio City. Noah, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hey, gentlemen. Happy Monday. Uh, just first of all, you know, your, your show is so awesome. I, I just It's my new favorite show on on the, on the station. Really Me is. too. It's Thank so, you. It's, it's, I would think, I, would, I could it's understand top, that. Noah, it's top five for me. It's top five. <laughs> it's fifth. Top five? Top five? Well, hey, at least you're in there. That's important. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this, whole, this whole thing is like, I don't know the answer, but here's what I would say. 
it's it's generational to some degree because what these younger people are watching and what they're gravitating towards is something that I don't think you and I will ever understand. Like you see these kids on TikTok, whatever they've got four trillion followers, and I'm like, oh, let me, let me let me see what you know he's doing out there. It must be interesting. Oh, here's a video of him eating cornflakes. That that can't be it. And maybe, oh, well, let me check one more. Oh, look, he's putting product in his hair. And he's got 87,000 likes. I'm, I'm watching the documentary on Hagler and Hearns and Duran right now. And those guys, I don't care from Logan Paul or who he even is. It's just, it's Kardashian mentality. It's famous for being famous. And, and that's kind of why I think we're just, doomed as a society so just enjoy the next few years guys until it all falls into the toilet <laughs> oh no we're it's if we get two more years that's out it, of this, the world's that's a miracle. done the world yeah done. We're, we're, we're not that that's happening way before that generation i get that's what he's saying yeah yeah and and i have to to noah's point i have ki- kids that are exactly in this demographic that he's talking about tiktok and all, all these other things and i get it and it's not for me and it's not for most people my age i understand that here's where it breaks down though i don't i, I get watching a TikTok video or something, it doesn't it doesn't cost you anything other than time right yeah. so you, you go down a stupid TikTok world I watch stupid I things get, on YouTube so sure. I'm in look mm-hmm. I do you know how many countless hours of my life I've if you added it all up do you know how many days I've wasted watching diners drive-ins and dives okay I get nothing I out of that all, other I than I, I like watching that, that guy I don't talk question about that food. at all I don't question I, that I, at all. Ooh, that looks good. I'm going to make that. Ooh, I wonder if I could get there in a day. Ooh, that, I've never tried that. And I just, and the next thing I know, I'm like, wait, I've been sitting on the couch for six hours and I'm watching Guy Fieri. I haven't stopped. That's that's not healthy. I understand that we all have our lanes that we like, but I don't have to pay for that. What yeah. I don't understand is, when, especially when it comes to athletics, it, to me, to me, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to win. I don't know if this guy's going to step up and beat that guy or if this person's going to make that shot. Or th- this is a joke. This is a celebrity, entertainment. YouTube celebrity. En- entertainment. That's all it is. It's uh, entertainment. And, and, and Mayweather pro, kept saying not- that. But but Mayweather kept saying this is not about – he said, I'm done boxing. My career is over. Believe it or not, Trav, I listened to his post game. I know. I know. What the hell are you doing, Alan? I listened to it because I was intrigued like – party longer. I, I, intrigued, I was intrigued like what, what, what did – what just happened? Why why did so many people spend this much time watching this? Why is he going to make 70 plus million dollars on this fight? He said it a, a million times. He's like, "Look, my boxing career is over. I already did that. I'm 50 and 0 in boxing. It's not like this was something that was adding to his uh, legacy. No, 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 no. This is strictly entertain. I found an opportunity to make money, and I went and did it. That's what it is. It is entertainment. I get, but and I don't blame. I, I, I understand why Floyd did it. I understand yeah. why Paul Logan did it. You don't understand what why I people watched it. Yes, that's yeah. the that not that they watched it. That's fine. Like I said, I wasted a lot of time watching stuff that other people would think is stupid. I'm not here to judge what you like. I'm here to judge why you would spend fifty dollars on that. Mm. That's the part I don't get. That if the, for my fifty dollars, I need something. And watching these two guys dance around and, and pretend to hate each, they don't hate each other. It's the biggest grift in the world, right? They're both in on it together. Logan Paul is making what did you say, thirteen million bucks? I think something like Floyd that. Floyd yeah. Mayweather's making something like seventy. They're in this together. That's not a fight. It's not an athletic competition. Why am I paying for it? I want to. I want to get. Uh, there's a. There's a caller here. Hopefully, can help us uh, understand it. Charmaine in Corona. Charmaine, thank you for calling in. What's going on? You're on with Travis and Sliwa. Yeah, hi, you guys. Um, I appreciate you guys having this time sliding. Yeah, for the most part, 
I didn't watch it. Let me just preface it with that. I didn't watch it, but I understand the entry. Um, Travis, I am not a avid boxing fan like you. I don't enjoy boxing, but um, if the opportunity presented itself, I would watch, you know, these sensationalist type of boxing matches. And I understand if I just got a group of friends and we all chipped in like five bucks to watch a $50, you know, Floyd Mayweather fight with this guy, then, you know, I, I can understand doing that. Because I wouldn't sit through any other like regular boxing match like that. Nate Robinson, like just the intrigue of it all, just mm. the feeling of not being feeling left out. Also, you know, you talk about Twitter, you want to know what's going on. What are people talking about on Twitter? You know, just that drive to know what people are doing and what's going on is, I think, is fueling a lot of it. Appreciate it, Charmaine. Thank you for calling. Thanks, in. Charmaine. Yeah, look, I get the not left feeling out left aspect. out. Yeah, I, I get the left out aspect of it all because that I, I get it. it's FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. You don't want to be the one person that doesn't know. But what I don't understand is why we're watching that. Come, let's just come over and have a party. Why do we have to have a YouTube star dancing with a former professional fighter on in the background to have a party? Why is that? that that's the part that I don't get. But I, I, I you know what, Slee? Yeah, I never will. So we're going to keep it moving. Time for the dump coming up next. Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. Lots of good tweets coming in already, uh, Slee, as well. We'll get some of those coming up in a minute. But how about this? Just uh, if you are a college football fan of a team not named Alabama, you're not going to like this story. Nick Saban has signed a three-year extension with the Alabama Crimson Doesn't deserve Tide, it. So go, yeah, go ahead and uh, see if you can finish in the top three or four because you're not getting number one anytime soon with that dude mm-hmm. still set up. Um, are you where? What do you put? Are you a big college football fan or no? I am. I'm a huge college football fan. Yes. You know, you know, it's kind of weird. So, as much as I love the NBA and I love me some NBA, and you know that mm-hmm. something about college football, and I'm not saying that I'm waking up and from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. at night I'm watching every game. But Trav, those Saturday night games, the five o'clock ones that they have, mm-hmm. and it could be you know it could be Michigan and Ohio State or whatever the case is. But then you got those Pac-12 games. Some of them start at 7 and 7.30. Something about freaking college football on a Saturday night. Yeah, no, it just gets it. You get you pumped up for sure. I just – that they're getting into a weird spot because college football, what makes it fun, like we were talking about, you don't know what's going to happen. Anybody can beat anybody on any given night, right? Not with this dude around. I mean, they, they win 11, 12, 13 games a year. They're in the Final Four every year. They're yeah, in the overrated. National Championship game nearly every year. They win what the National Championship game every single season. It's kind of stacking the deck one way. Uh, congratulations, I guess, to him. Can uh, I read off a quick tweet here? Yeah. Dr. Evan Jeffries on Twitter. Travis Rogers calling Logan Paul Paul Logan got me this morning. <laughs> well, well let, let me just say this. You called him Logan Paul, and then I said Paul Logan as a joke, and you trusted me. And then oh, wow. you just started running with Paul Logan. I set you up to fail there. That's my that's, apologies. That's so here's the thing. I don't really care. <laughs> you know, it's like if I called LeBron James, James LeBron, that would be terribly embarrassing for me I, I, I because I should feeling. know better. I got but a Logan Paul or Paul Smith, Logan Jenner, I don't, I, I don't know. I, don't I got really a feeling care. when the show ends, you're not going to be kicking yourself. Damn it. I got to freaking I get that one got right. got Paul Logan wrong. Now what am I going to do? Prince would have turned 63 years old today, Slee. How about mm. that? What's your, are you a Prince guy? The, the old argument is Prince or Michael Jackson, right? Who uh, do you got? If, if that's the argument, for me, it was definitely uh, definitely Michael Jackson. Yeah? Yeah. Even with the yeah, stuff? Di- What's that? <laughs> Nothing. Well, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, if we're talking just music here, right? Um, yeah. 
But, I mean, there's some songs of Prince that, you know, obviously so many of them there are classics. But for me personally, I, I'd go I go Jackson over uh, over Prince. How about you? Yeah. Uh, I think probably I agree. Although I, in Prince, I, I'm a little more comfortable being a fan of Prince than uh, I get it. Michael I, Jackson. I understand it. Yeah, that part. Uh, but but his songs, like, I I don't know. For me, every time Michael Jackson like a song comes on, whatever it is, it's like you just kind of stop what you're doing. You're like, yeah, this is another classic. Well, you know them all. That yeah. you know that that's. Have you ever seen the video of Michael Jackson? Um, what was the what was the song? Not the We Are. Yeah, We Are the World, right? Yep. When they yep. when they recorded We Are the World with all the different artists, mm-hmm. and there was a, a scene where it's Michael Jackson, Huey Lewis, and Cyndi Lauper. They're all <laughs> singing their verse, right? And it's like an outtake, like a making of. And Michael sings his part. It's perfect. Huey Lewis does his part, and it's it's Huey Lewis. It's fine. And then Cindy Lauper can't find the note that she needs to hit, right? She can't do it. And I think it was Lionel Richie. Maybe it was Quincy Jones. They're like, no, no, no. We need to do that again. I need you to hit this note. So they started. And Michael's was perfect. It sounded like a recording. Yeah. He just kept yeah. doing it over and over and over again, and it was perfect every single time. And Cindy Lauper's was, well, less than perfect. Kind of like today's show for us, to be honest with you. <laughs> who, the Cindy Lauper. The, the Cindy Lauper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about this? This, this isn't going to be a national day for much longer. You know what okay. today is, Slee? What it's is it? National VCR Day. Do, do you have a VCR lurking in your garage or something somewhere? Would you, if I said to you, I need you to locate a VCR by the end of the day, could you yeah. do it? In my living room. <laughs> you want to come over and I'll watch Back to the Future I, on VHS? I, I still have a VCR, guys. Do you really? And my punch? fiance does not want to get rid of it. We constantly have arguments about it all the time. What do you use it for? You don't, you, we don't use it. It's just I, I, sitting. Wait, wait, wait. I love that that's an argument. Like, we that's a thing. Like, every day around three, it's like, okay, what are we doing here? We get rid of this or no? We get rid of this or no? We don't, use, we don't, we don't even use it at all. It's just sits in a garage collecting dust. But for some reason, my fiance thinks it's going to make a comeback or something. Die Hard, <laughs> die hard 3 is so much better on VCR. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just it, it's so much. Godfather better. Two on VHS. You, yes. You know what that reminded me of, Funch? Is, and I've had, we don't have it daily, but we have it uh, regularly. I'd say it's once or twice a year. And it's we have a landline in my house. Okay. And here, here you know what the best part of it is? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows the number. <laughs> not one. Not not one single person knows what the number is. The, do you, the, do it, you use it? No. Do we, it's. it's not, do you call out? Think, yeah. Do you call out? Pl- do you call no, out? No. It's plugged in in my bedroom, and the ringer's turned all the way off. I don't even know when. I, Is your Comrex connected to that line? <laughs> we have a we have a landline in my. Hey, um, there's the. Why do we have this? Well, we need it for what? We haven't used it in eight years. What what do we need this for? Well, if, you know, you, you never happens, know. You never know. No, I do know. I, I absolutely do know, and I know we're never going to – this is also the same house that has a, a bin full of uh, sombreros in it. Happy right, 24th birthday to Christian McCaffrey, running back extraordinaire Christian McCaffrey, 24 years old today. Another athlete birthday. Jordan Clarkson turns 28 years old. You're six Come on, Clarkson. What could have been? What could have been? Love the Jazz. Love you Utah. Know, you, can I tell you something real quick? Yeah. I am not looking forward to that. I am not what? looking forward to that. Well, we should have kept these guys instead of going. And no, no, no. We should not have. The Lakers won a championship last year with Anthony Davis. We're done with that argument. Yeah, that, that – uh, listen, I've even got trade LeBron. Uh, I've had those conversations. Not even conversations, mm, that, but I've had people that one has legs, call into that, and it does not have legs. You it sure does it does. Like, no, it does Luca not. for LeBron straight up. You saying no? Okay, well, if you're getting no, I'm just Luka, saying that there are scenarios get- where it makes sense. Well, that's that's a different scenario. That's not what they're saying. They're saying I, I get. 
Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, they're Finish saying trade time. LeBron because of where he is with his trade age. Trade LeBron for some cap you're space. Not, you're not trading. You're not trading LeBron. I, no, they're not going to trade LeBron, but there are scenarios that make some sense, like LeBron for or not AD Taj for Gibson. Luka, AD for Taj Gibson. I think that the Knicks probably don't want to do that. <laughs> By the way, whatever happened to Julius Randle being really good? Remember when we were pretending that that was a thing? Yeah. The, hey, well, no, no, he got him in the playoffs. He got him in the playoffs. They're really good. Yeah, and then he did what he does. He went crazy. Yeah, and then the playoffs started, and they said, yeah, let's just go ahead and slow down <laughs> the game and make him actually use a skill set. By the way, how about the Hawks? How much fun has Trey Young been? Okay, it's, it's, he's not quite there yet, but we're getting close to putting him on the guy list, right? Like one of those, like, no, no, not this guy. Make sure that that guy doesn't have the ball at the end of a close I'm not, I'm not kidding. You know, watching some of those games against the Knicks and watching that game against Philly yesterday, he's pretty remarkable with finding ways to get shots, get others involved. He's, it's, that's a damn young talent we don't talk enough about. Here we, we kind of blew past this. What is the slew of black hole on TV? What what do you watch? And then on the next thing you know, it's it's time to go to bed. It's gone. Uh, the day. Okay, YouTube definitely definitely. <laughs> uh oh, did we lose? Slee? You're watching. I'm watching the same thing. There you, there right here. You All right, Travis and Slee. We'll see you here tomorrow. Eight fifty five, seven ten, ESPN.